Well, not to Brussels. For once, we're heading to Hawke's Bay. There we find former Special Agricultural Trade Envoy Mike Peterson, these days Central Hawke's Bay farmer. Mike, you've been involved in a lot of trade negotiations over the years, it's fair to say. What do you make of this? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rowena. I mean, I think we all agree that this is far from perfect, but this is a, is a very good deal between New Zealand and Europe, particularly for seafood and fisheries, horticultural products, dairy, you know, the services sector, which we often forget. But look, obviously frustration from beef and dairy, but the reality is this was always going to be the toughest part of the negotiation. And, you know, the Prime Minister and Minister O'Connor had to make a call about whether to accept something that was substandard, but provided opportunities for the wider context of our trading relationship with Europe or to walk away. And clearly I haven't walked away and I support the fact that we should sign the deal and get on with business. What do you say to the the dairy industry, to the red meat industry? How do they pick themselves up from this? Well, the good thing is we've got markets elsewhere around the world and our trade strategy has been quite deliberate in making sure we've got a wide range of market opportunities. Look, I know that there are uh, there were hopes that we could have got significant access into Europe to diversify again and maybe reduce that pressure on China. But I am hopeful, and I haven't seen the details of any reviews that might be in place, I'm hopeful that this is just the start and that if we build relationships in Europe and become trusted uh, as a supply of high-quality, safe food with good animal welfare and health practices, that there will be revisions in future years to come. Interesting point from the EU is that they basically said yes to everything they don't produce themselves and no to everything they do produce themselves. Should New Zealand look to be doing this? Should we be accepting less, for instance, say, of overseas pork when we produce it here in New Zealand? That's a difficult argument, Rowena, because then if we go down that route, it opens up opportunities for everyone to say we're going to do the same. We played the good person in the world of trade. Some would say we've been too nice, but the reality is we rely on the world for a living with exporting over 90% of our produce. And so we need to make sure that we're squeaky clean when it comes to trade. If we start to become protectionist, then it will provide plenty of opportunity for others to start to do the same. I certainly feel for the pork industry, I know that that's been a tough call for them overnight, but we have to play it straight here now and that will serve us well, I think, in future negotiations that build on this one. Mike, what would it have been like over there with these trade negotiations? You know, it's four years, come down to seven days of really intense negotiations. Would it have crossed their mind to walk away? Yes, it certainly would have, Rowena. There's no doubt the walking away was an option. It would have been used in discussions as an option. Look, obviously, it's one that you don't really want to use, but you have to be prepared to walk away. And as I say, the counterfactual of walking away is means that you leave with nothing. And then you have the big question about when will you have the opportunity to get back together and to build on what you've already got in place. So I think you need to strike while the iron's hot. It's tough, but everyone's exhausted after seven days up there. Pretty much no sleep, and and I know that they'll be pretty keen to put this to bed. Mike Peterson, former Special Agricultural Trade Envoy these days, Hawke's Bay Farmer. Appreciate your time. I know you're on the road, but you've managed to squeeze us in, so thanks so much. Pleasure, Rowena. All the best.